Life is one long journey made up of many detours. Some are chosen and some are not, but they all teach us something along the way. Welcome to the Detour Podcast, where conversations about life detours and travel detours converge. It's one part human experience and one part travel experience put together to teach and inspire us to take the detour and enjoy the wander. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm your host, Sheila Shinsky, and today we're chatting with Michelle Polissi. She is the owner of Chocolates by Michelle, a local chocolate shop that's been in the Newport Ritchie area here for 35 plus years. She's got two kids, four grandkids, and two great-grandchildren. She's been married 53 years, and she has got quite an amazing story about how she started this business. And she has told this story a lot over the past 35 years, so she's going to be great at um, sharing that, and um, we're going to get started with that. So, Michelle, thanks so much for being here today and talking to us on the Detour Podcast. Thank you for having me. Alrighty, so we're gonna just jump right in. You can just um, kind of jump right in there about starting your small business, how that happened, and um, you know how you got started. Well, I have to start by telling you, 38 years ago, I quit smoking. I saved $2 every day I didn't smoke. Back then, cigarettes were 50 cents. Not yeah, I was I, gonna say, I was just doing the math real quick, and I'm like. It, it's not that I, smoked them as much as I lit them. Okay. So waitress. So I was lighting them and not smoking them that much. But anyway, so every day I went to the bank with my $2 savings. The bank tellers made fun of me. So I went once a week with $14. What I did with the money was I went to college for a year and a half. What did you major in? uh, Culinary. Okay. I wanted to work more in the culinary field, you know, maybe be a manager or something. Mm-hmm. And then I went, and I was a 4.0 for a year and a half. Nice. Until I took that trick test the teacher gave us. So um, You're still better about it, I can tell. Yes, yes. <laughs> it blew my 4.0. But, any, but I think I left with a 3.8. Um, I had uh, a trip to New York I took with the cigarette money. And then I bought a new wardrobe with the cigarette money. And four years later, a friend of mine said to me, Michelle, let's go into business. It was going to be chocolates, flowers, and gifts. Three women under one roof, sharing all the expenses, keeping our money, and having a day off. Okay. (laughs) So had you started on your own making chocolates, or you were just filling that space? You already had somebody doing... Flowers and so, how did that? Okay. How did you get to doing the chocolate? I'll go back. I'm from New York, mm-hmm. and while I was up in New York, I was a self-taught caterer. I used to go into people's homes, and I used to. I had two different restaurants at two different times, and I used to cook the food, put them in trays, and go to your house and serve it. I'd hire the bartenders, the waitresses. And we would do the whole party in your home. Mm -hmm. And I was really young. I was in my early 20s. And I just had a knack for it. Mm -hmm. I just had a knack for doing all this. And um, when I moved to Florida in 1980, I was going to continue doing the catering. And while I was waiting for my husband to retire as a fireman, I started doing... I saw somebody with the chocolate, 
Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I tried that once. It never worked. And then they sent me to a chocolate store. And they said, this mother-daughter has this business. They'll teach you. They'll show you how. So I went there, and they showed me how. And every day I walked in the store, the lady was so excited that I was paying her rent because of all the molds and all the supplies because I was just making it and giving it away to everybody. Mm-hmm. And then she asked me to buy her business, which I was going to. And while I was waiting for the financing, someone else bought it. Okay. So anyway, um, what happened was I went into my own business. I did, mm-hmm. you know, start a store of my own. Well, and did what, you, sorry to interrupt, but did you wind up doing the business with the two other girlfriends? Oh, no. Okay, so let me back up a little. What happened was we went to SBA and asked SBA, how do you start a business? Mm-hmm. And they thought our concept was great, you know, flowers, chocolates, and gifts. And they said, you need 10000 to start and another 10000 to stay in business. But chances are no bank in Florida would fund a chocolate store. It's going to melt. So, yeah. Yeah. Literally and figuratively, right? Uh So I left there very disheartened. And my friend says to me, Michelle, it only takes 2,500 to turn a key in the door. Well, my husband was retired and he was on a pension. We had no savings and we had no money saved. Mm -hmm. So she goes, what about your cigarette money? And I said, that's my money. I wouldn't give it to my husband for bills, my children for cars or anything. I said, that's my money. So she says, look, if you borrow 20000 from the bank and you go bust, you owe the bank 20000 But if you used your cigarette money, who cared? You would have smoked it anyway. Uh-huh. So we went out and we found cheap rent, bad location, right on 19. It was across from the Seaport Inn restaurant, which was a five-star restaurant, but a bad turnaround. Yeah, okay. So I opened it up. And two weeks later, I'm sitting with no customers. My rent was due the next day, and I was crying. And somebody came in, and I don't know to this day if it was a man, a woman, or an angel. Mm -hmm. And they said, why are you crying? And they explained how, you know, I had no money for the rent, and I had, you know, used all my savings for the construction of the store. And that person said to me, well, what about advertisement? And I go, what's that? Mm-hmm. I was green, naive, and I didn't know what I was doing. And they said, advertise, you know, they explained advertisement. I said, does it cost money? <laughs> and I said, yeah. Oh, yeah, advertisement costs a lot of money usually. Yeah. So I said, wait a minute. If I don't have rent money, uh-huh. I don't have advertising money. So they suggested if I knew a reporter, that was called free advertisement. And I was so excited because I had just made Jan Glidewell from the St. Pete Times a chocolate. I said, I know a reporter. So I went and I called him up and I asked him to do a story on me. Mm -hmm. And he said, I can't do that. That's prejudice. There's other chocolate stores in town. So I said, oh. So we talked for a while. And then he asked me, how did you start your business? Mm -hmm. And I was angry. And I said, I used my cigarette money. He says, lady, wear something colorful. If I like it, I'll print something. Uh-huh. He was coming in on Monday. So that was the, that was the story that he could do, which right. was the cigarette story, the quitting smoking story. Right. And then, of course, your chocolate's yeah. by Michelle. You right. know, or, was that your name all along? 
Yeah. Okay. I, uh-huh. When I was in New York, my, my catering business was Michelle's Kitchen. Okay, there you so go. So just kind of changed it a yeah, little. Yeah, yeah. So what happened was, what do you do for a reporter? I only knew how to make chocolate, and uh-huh. I knew very little about making chocolate at the time. So I started taking down my, and at the time I had 800 molds, and I started taking them down, and I made cats and dogs and animals. I made sports things, baseball, football, and I made Band-Aids, aspirins, and false teeth. And <laughs> he came in, it was a table full of chocolates. And the thing that about my chocolate, it looked real. You know, mm-hmm. the false teeth. I mean, the pink gums and the white teeth. I mean, that was beautiful. And what happened was he wrote a story about me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I told you, my husband was a fireman in Mumford in New York, mm-hmm. retired, trying to be an actor. Okay. So I told my husband I wanted to go on the Johnny Carson show and I wanted to have a major magazine do a story on me. Mm-hmm. I know what my husband said. Good luck with that. No, what you've been it? spending too much time in the chocolate shop. <laughs> it's melting your brain. Nobody wants you. <laughs> well, two days later, John Rayback from Murphy in the Morning called and asked if I wanted to be on his TV show. I said, you're not Johnny Carson, but I'll take it. Uh-huh. Now, so, was that a local That was a local person TV here? show. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, what do you do for a television show? I didn't know. Mm-hmm. The only thing I knew how to do was make chocolate. So I had to be down at the station like 6 o'clock in the morning, and I had all my chocolate. I had all my stuff I was going to do. And as usual, I always bring a lot more than I need to do. But guess what happened that first day? What happened? It was so cold in the studio that my chocolate seized up. Oh, no. But you would Oh, never. you were making the chocolate? On, live uh, on television. Okay, so for those people that aren't familiar with chocolate, and I am a tiny bit familiar because I did have some culinary training, but I shared with Michelle before we got started that my grandma used to make chocolate out of her home for Easter and Christmas and all growing up she was actually allergic to chocolate so she would never eat it but her kitchen during those holidays would be filled with chocolates and we weren't allowed to touch anything but um she had a box of oopses that we were allowed to have and um she would make all kind of chocolates so I have a little bit of background on this so chocolate if you've ever tried to melt chocolate and it's the temperature is not right or maybe your bowl has a little bit of water or something it makes it all clumpy and grainy and not smooth, and that's what seizing up means. Right. Yeah. Well, I was able, this is my first time on TV. Mm-hmm. I was able to go from one thing to another to the, no one ever knew what a catastrophe I had on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> you I just were winging it. And I like... <laughs> just winged it, and uh, well, actually, I was named after Michelle Morgan. She was an actress, so sometimes I kind of think it's up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> I, I like the camera. Uh-huh. But anyway, so all of a sudden, after I appeared on his TV show, people started coming in. Mm-hmm. People started looking. Where did you get this? Where did you get that? And I thought, this is really good. Mm-hmm. You know, advertise. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That was so your lesson in advertising. I called every TV, radio show, magazine, and asked them if they wanted to do a story on me. And a lot of them said, no, we'll call you, don't call us. Mm-hmm. But 
to this date, I've been on over a hundred TV shows locally. Nice. And this morning, I just got a call to be a, a, an email to be on another one next week. Cool. I'll tell you about that later. Okay. But anyway, so I was so humble and so nice that you know it just happened. Mm-hmm. Well, it took me many, many years to find out why. Because obviously my competition didn't like that I was always on television. But I took a bad habit and mm-hmm. turned it into a business. Yeah, and a sweet success, right? Yeah. That's a tagline right there. And didn't even realize mm-hmm. what I did. Yeah. Until many, many, many years later, it's like, duh, you know, the light bulb just went off. Mm-hmm. But I have fun. Yeah. I can make... I won't do stuff I don't know how. I won't promise somebody something I can't do. Um, I'm always creating different things from pairing up, you know, an item with your business or... So now you help people advertise their businesses. So you can do... um, custom like if they've got a logo or uh something that is um significant to their business you can help them make some um chocolates for that we we have um actually one of our previous guests jackie uh with jr world travel you just did some um chocolate luggage tags for her yeah what we do is we take you know some part of their business and we can put them in a little box and then advertise. And it's an inexpensive way of advertising. You know, after 9-11, the number one food was chocolate. The number two food was chocolate ice cream. Chocolate is a feel-good, and people mm-hmm. wanted to feel good. Mm-hmm. And back then when the Super Bowl and all the different parties were being... No, I'm, I'm getting it mixed up, not, not 9-11 when one of the wars, the Afghanistan wars, mm-hmm. happened, people were going to war, and they were having parties. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but people don't put a price tag on chocolate. If they're used to getting a big gift, mm-hmm. and then you give them chocolate, they're not going to say, oh, what is this, cheap chocolate? No. Mm-hmm. It's just a feel-good thing about the chocolate. Yeah. And, you know, different times people come in and it's like, give me the chocolate. Don't even put it in a bag. Just give it to me. (laughs) Throw it in my mouth right now. You know. So, and, you know, I also went into the catering end with the chocolate fountain. Mm. And when I started with the chocolate fountain, it was amazing how men, especially men, Mm -hmm. loved the fountain. And the only thing I can come up, and, you know, they'd have a beer or drink in one hand and chocolate in the other, which normally people won't mix. But I think it was how the fountain went, you know, with the auger and coming up and down and flowing and then dipping Mm -hmm. all of their favorite things. It's interactive. Yes. Yeah, men men like to, like, do something. Right. Yeah, so, you know, maybe that's part of it. Yeah, they like the interactive. So it's a fun, fun thing, you know. You use um, a good quality, too. That's that's what made me think. My grandma always used to get these big cases of Merkin's chocolate in, right. and she would get them from the strip district in um, Pittsburgh, where we grew up. 
And um, we always would start seeing these boxes pile up and we're like, oh, it's almost chocolate time, you know? Yeah, that's a company that's been around for a long time and they make really good chocolate. They do. And it's hard to change, you know, to a different brand where people have over the years have tried, but no, the Merkins is good. I do bring in one that's no nut, no soy, you know, Mm -hmm. where people, if they have a nut allergic, allergic um, yeah. or an allergy to nuts I can do that too do some options so, for them but my chocolate fountain I use a Belgium chocolate and you don't have to put oil in it oh yes and Yum. over the years I have I, I did for four years the National um, Hall of Fame Candy Hall of Fame and Mars the ones M&M that hired me but I had to use their chocolate. I couldn't uh-huh. use a different brand. Right. So, but it was still good. And I've won many awards over the years for my chocolate displays mm-hmm. and the different things. And then through the community way back when I was more involved in different organizations, I mm-hmm. won awards for that too. Yeah, I was doing some background research on you. And I um, know that you, for one of them, you were named Small Business Person of the Year by the local Chamber of Commerce. And I know that the Chamber of Commerce definitely likes to, um, you know, provide like mentorship um, and encourage small businesses, obviously, locally. So what would you say um, to somebody who is starting a small business? You know, um, what what mistakes did you make? I mean, you shared some things along the way, but what have you learned in all these 35 years and what would you say to somebody? When they come in and ask me, I tell them, don't quit your day job. <laughs> make sure you got an income coming in mm-hmm. in order to do that. The ratio was three to five years for you to succeed or fail. And so many people, there were different people over the years that have told me they were going to come in and kick my uh, butt and get me out of business but I saw them leaving before me yeah you know and uh, I think for the love of it and we do so many different things it's never boring I was just gonna say does it ever get old are you ever after all this time you know tired of it (laughs) my best one recently I had a client that called up and asked if I can make her 900 logo lollipops and we have the edible images that we put on mm-hmm. it's made out of like rice paper it's like communion and you could have an image on it and then put it onto the chocolate or on a cake either way mm-hmm. and that's an inexpensive way of having customization yes yeah if you didn't want to pay for a setup fee of a mold so she needed 900 and i said okay i gave her a price then I didn't hear from her. And then we called her or emailed her and asked, you know, did mm-hmm. you want us to do it? No, we found someone else, you mm-hmm. know, probably cheaper. And I said, okay, not a problem. And then about three weeks later, I get a phone call from a girl, and she wanted to know if we can do a 1,000 lollipops for her with her logo. I said, yes. When do you need it for? She says, tomorrow. I knew it. <laughs> Tomorrow. I knew it. And I kind of took that (gasps) deep breath and said, oh, wait a minute. Let me think about this. I said, we could do it. The problem is we can do both a circle and a square. Mm -hmm. And she needed it 
she had three shifts. It was a medical company in, I think, Largo or Tampa. And she needed it for early morning, afternoon, and night shift. Mm-hmm. I said, what we'll do, and mind you, we had none made. Yeah. We had to do every single one. Oh, my. So I got And you up. hand dip this, yes. uh, your chocolates. Yes. There's no machinery or anything. Oh, there's no machines. This, yeah. This is the machines. Our little She's wiggling her fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so, These are the machines, the fingers. She said, okay. And we got her logo, which was an instrument, you know, for, uh, for the operating room. And what we did is my first, and oh, and the funny part about this whole thing, I was taking a day off, and it was 1.30 <laughs> Thursday when she called. Oh, so it was in the, the afternoon. afternoon. Yes, 1.30. Dear Lord. By 9 o'clock, we had the first amount. I think we had three, 400 delivered. And then we went to the second shift the next day, and we made another couple of hundred. And then I delivered the third shift to see. And this girl was so appreciative that we got the job done. Yeah. And sometimes in my line of work, this does happen because Mm -hmm. whether you get an increase or the last minute or you went online and it didn't show up or it melted, mm-hmm. you know, and now you need something fast. Mm-hmm. We're used to that type of happening and we'll do it, mm-hmm. you know. You must have a, um, a great staff. How many people? Now, in the past, we've had from four to 24. Mm-hmm. Right now, we've downsized a lot. Um we don't need as many people, and I just think I got smarter mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. And um, But there have been times when I was there for three days straight. Wow. You know, sleeping. Like around the clock. Around the clock to get orders done, you know. Wow. Sleeping on a little lounge chair, mm-hmm. you know. and um, But that has happened. Yeah. You know. Uh, so that advice you probably give to somebody besides keep your day job is you're going to have to put the work in, right? You do. If yeah. You do. And it's like, you know, this year, unfortunately, I missed Christmas because I wound up in an emergency surgery and was out for two weeks. Oh, uh, my gosh. Talk about bad timing, right? Yes. yes but, I know. I think I came to visit you, yeah. and that's how I found yeah. out you were yeah, yeah in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, now you asked me earlier, did these two girls go into business with me? No. The one girl that suggested it, she came to work for me. Okay. For a while, then she went off on her own and started her own flower shop. And then we kind of lost touch. With, I mean, I've always seen her, but we mm-hmm. lost touch business-wise over the years. And then she came in to help me for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And she's still there. Oh, <laughs> the third one? The third? No, just oh, the, the second, second friend. One. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And sometimes you just, you know, there's no saying no or there's no, which, you know, the job has to be done. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think learning from my mom who worked with me until she was 84, she had some really, really good, um, you know, how to really work. Uh-huh. A good work ethic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make any difference if you're 
you know, as waitresses, sweeping the floor or washing the dishes or waiting on the customers. It's all part of the job. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's a big pet peeve of mine when I've been in, in I've worked in different food service things as well. Yeah. And when, when somebody says, you know, well, that's not my job. You know, like it's it's all your job. Yeah. Your job is to do your yeah. job well and yeah. to take care of your customers or wh- right. whatever it is. You know, everybody has their roles, of course, right. but um, that's that should be your job every day is to you're the face of that business yeah. and all, especially nowadays with, you know, social media. All it takes is one cranky person, oh, yeah. you know, um, to have a bad impression. Um, right. Yeah. Of and, you. and it does have, I'm, I'm not saying we're perfect. We've, yeah. We've had mistakes and mm-hmm. we've, I try to, which I tell my employees, the mistakes are in the back of the house. Mm-hmm. Try to deal with it in the back of the house so when it gets to the front of the house, it's not a mistake anymore. You're right, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I... We, or at least, you know, try to try to fix it. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, like you said, nobody's yeah. perfect and and so maybe if there is a mistake, may, you know, you're going to make good on yeah. that for, we do. for the customer. And we do, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, and it's so hard as a small business and you're competing against all the big guys in the box stores and stuff and it's, we can give them, you know, personal service. We can give them customer service. We can, you know, do what we can for them, mm-hmm. you know, rather than, uh, okay, you're just a number and, you know, here it is shipped in this little bag or something. Yeah, you can make it really custom. So on that, that brings me to my next question. What have been some of your most fun um, projects you know, to do for people. Now, I'm going to take a picture of this before we leave today. Um, you have today a really cool um, chocolate art. I mean, it's beautiful. And it is a, a chocolate high heel shoe and, um, and a pocketbook. Yeah. And um, it is white and with little pearls, like bridal style sort right. of. Um, but it's amazing to me that 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 is chocolate. So I know that you said you have um, eighteen thousand different molds. Um, so there probably is almost nothing that somebody could come to you with that you couldn't figure out a way to do. Can you think of any sort of things that two stand things, out? Two things come to mind. Uh, we did a book cover for Florida Trend years ago. Uh huh. And it was beautiful, and we had done a dessert table for them. And it was on the table, and people weren't saying anything about it. And I was going, I had the real book in my hand, and I had the chocolate one on the table. And I was pointing, that's chocolate. It was done so perfect that you couldn't tell it was chocolate. Yeah. You know, and I'm not an artist. You know, most of the stuff I do is with molds. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, but you've got to paint, um, you know, some of those. You've got to, you know, oh, yeah, detail. Pa- yeah, do the detail yeah. on them, and you've yeah. got to paint those different colors of. I, it takes had, a lot of patience to do that. Yeah, I didn't really I help my grandma that much because yeah. I didn't have the patience have for the patience. it. Uh uh-uh. And the hand, I didn't have yeah. the hand. She had a great hand for it. The only two places that I learned, I say I'm mostly self-taught because obviously the competition didn't want to tell you where to go, who to go, yeah. where, who to see. But I had a um, Wilton's, you know, cake and candy. Yeah. I went there early on. And uh, what happened was 
Elaine Gonzalez was the teacher who's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. She has since passed away. But she was my teacher there. And then I went to Malley's in Cleveland, Ohio. And um, the lady that ran it, and her name just slipped my head for a moment. And Elaine Gonzalez taught there too. Okay. So that's my only two schoolings. I say if I had a past life, I was the chef. Yeah. And I was strangled. Oh, no. <laughs> so, but, um, you know, a lot of things I try to figure out myself or if people ask me for something unusual, I usually think about it. And then the next morning I wake up and I got it. And it comes to you. I got it. I can mm-hmm. do that, you know. But I don't take a job that I can't do. Yeah, you know, you know what you can do. And, and that's yeah. Im- I think that's important as business advice yeah. going back to that. Know what you do. Right. And what you don't do. And, you know, like you said, sort of be adventurous enough right. to take on a challenge if you think right. you can. But if there's something that you just cannot do, it's better to say, I, no, and say, say no and maybe try to refer them to somebody yeah. else or or give them an alternative. Um, and it's not all about the money either. I'd rather see people happy and the smile on their face when they see, you know, what yeah, I've created. Yeah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Then... You know, just getting paid for something. It's like uh, the girl we did the thousand pieces. I swear she was crying on the other end of the phone. Yeah. And we were able. You know, my my employees didn't think we could do it, and I said <laughs> we can. Yeah. You know, we can do it. Don't worry about it. And we did it. We pumped mm-hmm. it out. You know, and you know. Do your employees ever get where where okay? Because you're the boss and you've accepted this thing. And do you ever get like? Michelle, are you crazy? We can't do this. Yes, you know? they do all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, Christmas we do our trays, which is our chocolate-covered potato chips, pretzels, Oreos, caramel popcorn, and Rice Krispies and marshmallows consist of them. And I'll say to them, okay, now you have to start giving me a piece of paper of how many you did today. And mm-hmm. I need that every day. And they don't get it. And I said, in my head... Mm-hmm. I know what we need, but I need to see that you're making 6,000 potato chips or 5,000 pretzels because at the end of the, the time we need it, we need all these things. So we'll make, 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 and then we'll put it together. Yeah, yeah. So people look at me and say, how do you do it? And most of the time, I don't know how I did it. <laughs> I don't know if I told you I'm dyslexic. No. I was undiagnosed as a child, and, you know, I don't know what I'm doing half the time. <laughs> but, but somehow it, you it have figured out, out yeah, you've figured got your method, out. and you yeah. figured it out, and you know how to make it happen. Yeah. And yeah. it's, you know, it's like, hey, you know. Well, good for afraid. you being dyslexic yeah. and getting almost that 4.0 if it wasn't for yes. that darn test. Now I yep. know why that was important to you. That was important. That was probably a big challenge with your learning disability, but it, right? It, caught, it taught me a lesson. The whole point of that test, you read the recipe first. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay? And what he did was, you know, people started writing. I wasn't the only one. Uh-huh. People started writing, and then it says, don't answer, like, question number seven. Don't answer oh, question number right. four. Well, you already answered it. So uh-huh. I can't go back and erase it. You yeah. Know? 
So that that taught me that a lot. That is a tricky too. one, but that's you know? that's one of those lessons that yeah he probably so. did on purpose, right? Oh, he you did. don't forget oh, that. He did. <laughs> I remember one of those. Yeah. I remember one of those yeah. in school too. That was kind of like the same thing. You got to the bottom, and it says, "Don't write a single thing. Just put your name on the top of this paper and turn it in." And yeah. It yeah. was the same thing. And yeah. if you didn't do that, it was either a zero or a hundred kind yeah. of thing. And, um, oh yeah, I remember yeah. that one too. <laughs> so. so yeah, if any students are listening to that, always read to the bottom, uh, to make yeah. sure. <laughs> um, okay. So how long do you think you're, you'll be doing this? I keep saying another 35 years. Yeah. But I doubt it. (laughs) (laughs) And I tell people, I started when I was a wee child. (laughs) Well, I don't know exactly how old you are, but you did say we're married 53 years. So, (laughs) unless you got married at, you know, two. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you'll just, uh, you'll just, you've got no plans to retire. You're going to do this as long as as you can do this. That's good. As long as I can. That's good. Um. So, um, I guess one more thing that we want to talk about is you started to say that you kind of learned all this, you know, on your own, you had a little bit of training here and there, but you actually offer classes at your shop, uh, yes. parties and classes. So tell us besides we coming do, in to buy chocolate. We do, um, over the years, people have asked me, can I teach them? And, uh, we do classes, six or more people. And it could be girls' night out. It could be couples' night. Like I've had people, just the husband and wife, a boyfriend, girlfriend has come in. Um, bachelorette parties have come in. Um, employees, we do um, team building, where if you work in an office that have many offices and you want to give them like they did a good performance and you want to reward them, then you can do a class. Oh, that's a fun and, activity. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we'll either come to you or you come to us. Uh, the price is a little different if we come to you. And the thing is, it's a lot of fun. We've had as young as four years old and as high as like 90 years old. Yeah. You know, where it's maybe a mother, daughter, grandmother that come in and, mm-hmm. you know, it's Okay, fun. so it can be, you know, if you wanted to do a, a birthday or oh, a yeah. Mother's but, Day or oh, something yeah. like that, mm-hmm. where you just yeah. say, um, so is there, a, is there a minimum size to the grouping or? Six or more. Okay. Um, I've had as much as I did a fundraiser where we had about 40 people and we were at their place uh, you know it was a a restaurant type situation Mm -hmm. so and then we also do pretzel friday Ooh, what's pretzel Pretzel fridays Fridays where you could it has to be at least like 50 or more people Mm -hmm. like for school or a camp Okay. Where we'll come in and we'll bring everything and they'll dip the chocolate and they could either put it in the refrigerator to set it or they could actually eat it. Eat while it on still, the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right there. So that's a lot of fun and you get to pick out four or five different items and it's a lot cheaper than the classes. Um, like I said, the team building has been fun. Uh, you could bring the libation. You could bring snacks. Ooh. You know, and sometimes they bring all that stuff and they don't have time to even have 
the libation and the snacks <laughs> yeah. because they're so into doing the class. We teach them how to do fudge. We teach them how to do peanut butter cups, Nutella cups, marshmallow cups. Oh, and then yum. we do the dipping, strawberries, potato chips, pretzels, Oreos, marshmallows, grapes, bacon, um, what else? Bananas, pineapple. I mean, just, my mouth is I'm, literally watering. <laughs> we, just we, we watering. might have to take one of Jackie's and I'll make I it. I know, right? <laughs> I'll just be like, oh, I don't know what happened to that one, Jackie. Yeah, sorry, Jackie. But um, like I said, we, we oh, and strawberries. Mm, strawberries yeah, is my biggest seller. I was just going to ask you, yes. what is your biggest seller? Chocolate covered strawberries? We have strawberries every day. Yeah. We used to make them every day, but then we found sometimes people didn't want a strawberry, so we'll dip them to order, which only takes three to five minutes yeah. mm-hmm. to dip them. Mm-hmm. So, But you've got a whole shop filled with candies that people right. can just come in and purchase, right. um, you know, if you need something last minute. Um, right. what, tell us where you're located, what your hours are. We're at 8637 Little, L-I-T-T-L-E. Road, Newport, Ritchie, Florida, 34654. We're in the shopping center where Hobby Lobby is and the neighborhood Walmart. We're in between those two, right next to the dry cleaners. Um, we moved around a lot and, you know, we started out in that little store in 19 and then we moved to where the Carabas is. On 19, and then I added in the early 90s, I added on a coffee, cappuccino, dessert, and ice cream place. Ah. And I actually was too early in the 90s. Okay. And then for the coffee boom that's everywhere now. Starbucks Uh came, they didn't even want to come to Newport Ritchie or to Florida. And now there's a Starbucks on every corner. Yeah. But we, we had the store there. And then we moved downtown, mm-hmm. Newport Ritchie, next to the Ritchie Suncoast Theater. And that's where Jessica and her mom used to come in the store, she told me. Mm-hmm. And then we went to, um, when I was going to move out of the mall to where I am now, I did, when I, no, when I moved into the mall. That's oh, when yeah, it was. that's when right. I you moved were in the mall. The mall I, remember that. No. Yeah. I got my funding as long as I didn't take the coffee shop because the coffee shop was bringing me down uh, okay. okay and I used to have the most gorgeous dishes and cups and everything just matched everything and um, that didn't work out and I just said nope gonna go back to the basics just back to, to the do chocolates. the chocolates yeah so yeah well hey it's it's all you know a live and learn and try this oh, and yeah. see if it works and yeah. readjust right yep. you know you don't know if it's gonna work until you try it out but right. um so you've been at that location that you're at now um, about eight or nine years eight now. or nine years yeah. now yeah so, yeah well you know I, I say i put everything on wheels so it's easy to move <laughs> well that's awesome i'm i'm so happy for one that your um cigarette how long did you how long did you save your cigarette money um like how, how long did you keep that up well, I Saving went into it. business in 1984, mm-hmm. so it was four, I would say about five or six years. I, I say it, I don't go to the bank every day with $2, but it's kind of like I'm still saving it in a sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I did that for a while. Yeah. And 
you know, to the people out there that do smoke and want to give it up, I learned one thing. You had to want to give it up. Yeah. If you don't want to, if it's not in your head to give it up, it's not going to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, unfortunately, I have a sister that smoked and she had emphysema and lung cancer and she passed away from it two years mm. ago oh. she couldn't give it up yeah. and me you know I tried everything I tried you know changing my brand I tried not buying a carton anymore I kind of did everything that you should be doing mm-hmm. and then one day it was August 29th I woke up to have that cigarette in the middle of the night and I said you know I know what I'm going to do it's my husband's birthday tomorrow. I am going to give up smoking for his birthday. And I cold turkeyed it. I uh-huh. had a, I had a fake cigarette too back then. Yeah. I had gotten. And I was and everybody well, I was gonna say they a do... fake cigarette. It was no tobacco. It was just menthol, which I hated menthol cigarettes. So this fake cigarette, you just it was a plastic thing. Mm-hmm. And you just, you know, like Well, I have never been a smoker, but I have um I've heard that it's it's the it's your this, routines yep. that's the hardest part and the hand to mouth yeah. motion or the having something in your yep. in your hand so um i have a family member that quit smoking several years ago and 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 he would he he gained some weight because he would use pretzel pretzel rods and pretzel yeah. sticks and, and but he would eat you know <laughs> that was the, the new wardrobe yeah 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 <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because you you have to f- find yeah. some kind of substitute for that hand to mouth, you know, right. motion and and um, you know, we, we used to tease and say, what if you just didn't eat the pretzels? Maybe okay. you should just you know pretend, you know, with the lollipop. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, anything else you want to say before we wrap up? This has been a fun interview. Yeah. It just you know I love what I do. Um, you know, if you have an idea. Just give me a call. Mostly everything I do is in my head. So it's <laughs> like I could come up with, you know, what I can do. Brainstorm for. something yes. yeah, with no, you. And, yeah. You know, it. I just, we got a bar mitzvah that's coming up at, in November. And they want to have a volleyball filled with, you know, chocolate. Oh. And I didn't have a volleyball because they don't make it that big. And right. to have a custom one, it probably would have been too much money for the lady to purchase. And what I wound up doing is taking a, a solid ball, mm-hmm. a bowling ball that I have a mold for, and that's what we're going to do it and fill it because the girl wants to just break it open and then all the chocolate's going to fall out. All the chocolates come out. And her theme that's is fun. volleyball. That's so, fun. Yeah. yeah, and so there's ways yeah. that you can work come around with, what... Yeah if you don't have the exact yeah. thing that's in, and keep it affordable for the customer right. instead of having to, yeah. you know, I'm sure if they wanted to spend the money on it, oh, you yeah. could we order them a mold. custom yeah. mold mm-hmm. on and, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and then we also do the printed ribbons. So if you don't, if you want to, whether it's a for baby shower or wedding or engagement or anything, we could also do the printed ribbon or printed boxes. Oh, gotcha. So if you wanted to have, in a sense, 
kind of a like a generic right. chocolate. Right. You could customize the and personalize and... through yeah. the ribbon or the packaging. Yeah. That's how that's um, good good to know as well. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for taking the time today. I'm glad that you are um, cigarette free all these yeah. years and that you're still loving what you're doing. Yeah. That's that's um, half three quarters of the battle probably yeah 75 yeah. percent of the battle is to you know enjoy what to you're like doing what you do yeah you know my father once said when a job when you don't like your job anymore it's time to quit when you're not having fun yeah at your job that's mm -hmm. the time to quit yeah and go and go try something else yeah. i remember the day i stood at my last job and before I went into this, and I stood there and I looked around. I had a beautiful job, I won't say where, and it was just perfect. And I went up to my boss and said, Except I you quit. hated it. You... No, I said, This isn't fun anymore. Yeah. I shot my boss, mm -hmm. but I left. Yeah. I left. So. Yeah. And you know what? If, you, if you're staying somewhere where you're not happy, you're really not doing anybody any. Yeah. favors because you bring that energy yeah. you might not think that you do right. but if you're making chocolate with a disgruntled heart because yeah. you don't love it anymore just for example um it's time that to quit. is time to stop yeah and a lot yeah. of a lot of my employees over the years you know i looked at them and i said it's time it's time to quit, <laughs> it's time to quit. yeah you're so. not enjoying this anymore yeah, so. yeah. and yeah. that's okay to say too yeah. that's okay to say yeah. so all right well thank you again yeah. so much michelle and um for sharing your story and uh detour podcast listeners thank you for listening you can follow interact and ask questions about this episode and others on our facebook page which is the detour podcast or on instagram at sheila shinsky and to hear more conversations like this one, you should subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, and Stitcher now. Be sure to rate, comment, and hit that subscribe button so that you can join us every time we have a new episode as we take the detour and enjoy the wander. Have a great day.